What up, niggas? <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Punks Under Pressure Podcast. I am BA. And I am Jimmy Valentino. And be sure to rate us on your favorite podcast platforms, including Spotify, Art Heart Radio, Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PunksPod. And let us know you're listening by using hashtag PodPunks. You can also email us at PunksPod at gmail.com. So... What's up, bitch? I ain't seen you or talked to you in like over a month. What's up? It's been almost two months to be truthful. But... Right. So, so what's... what's been up? Child. Let me explain. So let me explain to the listeners why we've been gone. <laughs> so basically, in March, I end up catching COVID. Hmm. And so, with that, I ended up in the hospital maybe for, like, almost a week. So, how I end up, not how I end up catching COVID, but how I end up knowing that I caught COVID, I end up feeling sick one morning, like I had a fever and all that stuff. And that was just, like, it was just, like, one morning, just, like, it was no signs, like, anything before. It was just a fever, just bam. It was just a bad fever. And so, then... Mm-hmm. Amongst other stuff that I'm not going to get into because it's kind of graphic. So then I noticed that I wasn't eating. And because I lost my taste, I, I lost my um, sense of taste and all that stuff. I thought mm-hmm. I was going to lose my sense of smell, but I end up, I didn't lose that, but I end up losing my sense of taste. So, so how was, does like, so, so like when you, let me top you right there. So when you have like, when you lost your sense of taste, like, was it like, was it like a loss of taste, like you have a cold and you can't taste something right now, or it was like a different feeling than that? It was like a different feeling. Oh, okay. Because it's like, so when I was brushing my teeth trying to get my taste buds back, it was like pure white, and you know, on your tongue, like you didn't have, couldn't taste nothing. Um, mm. So I wasn't eating for like, I haven't eaten, I think I haven't eaten for like two weeks at that time. And I don't think mm-hmm. I was eating like kids' meals, and I couldn't even eat the full kids' meals. So I end up losing. Was you having a fever still? Do this all this whole time? You so still I was a ha- fever. So my fever broke, but I was just was still not eating. Okay. And, and then I'm gonna get graphic for a little bit, and then I had diet. I I couldn't shit for like two weeks. Mm. And when I did shit, it was diarrhea. So this gonna be, I know that's gonna be TMI for <laughs> y'all, but this I'm just being truthful. So how I ended up in the hospital, it was weak because I thought with COVID, because everybody was like 14 days, you should be fine and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Going on 15, 16, 17, 18 days, I'm not getting any better. Well, you feel like you was getting worse? I was getting worse, worse yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my side of my um, abdomen started hurting. I couldn't sleep at night and all this stuff. So I went to the hospital on Friday. So I took, so mind you, I was still working when I had COVID. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, because I'm like, I'm already at home. So there's no need for me to just be in the bed, but I couldn't even stay in the bed for real. So, mm. I went to the hospital on Friday, 
And I ended up staying there until like Tuesday because they ended. So once they found out that I still had COVID, because they gave me another COVID test. Mm. And then they took, of course, they took the test and all that stuff. So I went to two different hospitals. So, because I'm on my insurance. So they end up telling me, at first, they was going to put me in the ICU. Mm-hmm. But I, they found out I wasn't that bad as to be in the ICU. So they gave me my own room. But being in the hospital, like the worst experience <clears throat> ever in life. Because, um, was it, was it your first time being like checked into the hospital in a long time? Probably since I was okay. a kid, last time I've been in the hospital checked in. So I went, I was in the they, so they um transported me from one hospital to another hospital in a um ambulance. And With the sirens so, going, no, awful. Did that scare you? No, so at, at any point, at any point, this may seem like. May seem like I don't know if this is the right question to ask or anything, but at any point did you like ever like feel like you was gonna like die? No, I just was scared the whole time. Okay. Because because they was like doing because they literally did every test that they could do, so they was doing cat scans on my body. They was doing pulling blood every chance they get. So when I did get to the hospital, my blood was getting getting um they were taking mm-hmm. blood like every every three hours so mm-hmm. i didn't get no sleep in the hospital then imagine because of all the tools and stuff you really can't take no shower mm. and mm. but i was able to take a shower eventually so you just sitting there the whole time you can't you can't get because no, you can't sleep in the hospital because every, every once you do get some sleep they come, they come in there. You they come wake you up to do your vital signs and taking blood, making sure you're eating and all this stuff. So, what they found with, in me was they found two blood clots in my in the, in my lungs due to COVID, and they found something else which I don't I forgot what they found, and they had pneumonia. Oh. So. With all the tubes and stuff and all the medication, I was in the hospital and I checked out Friday. So let me tell you, the food in the hospital, in this particular hospital, was horrible <clears throat> to the point. They was like, they not, they thought I was not eating. So the point, so that's lost, that's also went to my weight loss because I was not eating the hospital food. Not because I could eat it, it was just nasty. Because they was giving me like, Asian stir fry. And I'm like, who eats Asian stir fry for real? Me. Oh, okay. So you could eat that. <laughs> so well, yeah, well, yeah, I so, love lubies though. So and people say lubies ain't number hospital cafeteria food. And so it was to the point that because I wasn't eating, they decided to put me on insure. Okay. And so, you said to, when you're in a hospital, it's like the people give they give people in the hospital insurers all the time anyway. It's like they give them to everybody. And so what I so what the, the after effect of the COVID was that like I said earlier, they found the blood clots in my in my um lungs. So I'm on medication for that. And I lost over 35 pounds. Mm, water so, weight. 
So it was water weight. And so part of me is still in shock about the weight loss because I was I went from 275 to like 244 mm. in a in a in a month. And then being then being in quarantine for almost a month because of the original my original diagnosis of COVID, then being on when I got home, I had to be on the on um quarantine when I got home for another 14 days. So mm. I haven't been like I literally just got out maybe three weeks ago. Mm. So that's where I'm saying. How do you think um like going forward, like overall, just how you think COVID like affects you like going forward overall? Oh. So general, so I already believed that COVID was real in the first place. So, and I was already wearing my mask. And the one time I didn't wear my mask, I ended up yep, catching one slip up. So one slip, mm. one slip up is the reason why I'm sick. I got sick. And so now I look at it like I'm extra cautious as, but everybody's like, well, you got the antibodies now. So you, you don't have to be as cautious as you should be, but I'm still extra cautious about everything. I still yeah. Cause I think we know that. Like people, I mean, there's not really, it's not really solid on the antibodies and if you can catch it again and for how long it is and all that type of stuff. Right. So it's best to just be cautious. So I wear my mask still. I still <clears throat> wash my hands and all that stuff. So I say all this to not scare nobody, but I'm just letting you know that the shit is real. And it's not. Yes, a good, it is. And it's not a good feeling. It's not one of those feelings. It's like it's not the flu like you think it is. It's a total <clears throat> like. In 14 days, is a, I'm not going to say it's a myth, but because I know people that were well in 14 days, I just wasn't well. And fortunately enough that I, was, I wasn't I was on a ventilator and they didn't have to put me in a coma and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Girl, so you didn't die, girl. And I didn't die. And so by the grace <laughs> of God that I'm still here. So that's exactly where we've been because I was trying to get well from covid and try to get actually because i at one point in time i really couldn't talk mm. so i was saying yeah covid is real like i say i told you i talked about it before on here where i lost uh four family members but i think other than that i think as far as me personally i think um um i i just don't want to like sound like money bag yo or anything but i mean i've kind of come up during covid in a way mm-hmm. in a in a way that um i found the job that i've been trying to get for the last 10 years i landed it during covid and it's like <laughs> i never would have thought that you know i've been asking for this job and praying for this job for like over 10 years now and i'm just now you know getting it and I'm like, damn. And then, like, I came up on some other ways and shit during COVID. No PPE scams or um, (laughs) unemployment (laughs) scams. Nothing like that. But just, you know, on some other stuff. um, But COVID has been a lot. I know I have to... I play social social worker for my family, like, all through COVID. Just helping them navigate... um, Helping them navigate the resources that's out there to like get your rent paid and mm-hmm. all this type of stuff. And you know, if you don't, if you're not really a person that's like online, like you would get left out from all that stuff. Um, 
just getting my aunts and stuff and like and even some of their friends and like helping them like create profiles to upload documents and you know how to do that shit for you know that's a hustle hassle to do all that shit for people who don't have an online presence right you have to go and set up accounts with their bank accounts because they don't have an online banking so you got to set that up in order to get their bank statements and it's just it's listen i've been playing social worker the whole pandemic um helping people um schedule their vaccines and all this stuff but i don't mind so the funny thing, so the crazy thing about it is i end up getting my vaccine on monday oh that's good which one did you get um father the one it done okay father so i had to go back i had to go back in may so i so the fun so the craziest thing about the week i caught covid was the week i was going to get vaccinated Yes, I remember you saying it. And I was thinking about that the whole time. I was like, this nigga was just finna go get vaccinated. I was just finna come to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> was just finna come to Atlanta. And I was like, like cancel that. But it's all good. It's all good. Um, also, I mean, COVID is gonna like now, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Uh, COVID has now allowed me to be able to move to New York something i've always wanted to do um i'm working from home permanently and i'm making decent money where i can live comfortably in new york and not have to have roommates and eat ramen noodles and i think now is the time like it makes sense go for so it. i'm gonna be up out of here with my leases up just for a year just for a year and then i'm gonna come back come back to dallas and buy me a house and happy ever after but that's enough of COVID talk. So enough of the sad shit. Were you watching? So I uh, have you been watching Drag Race? The time when you've been out and sick, or did you have to like um, uh, binge it? I was gonna say plunge it, but did you have to binge it? <laughs> <laughs> but did you have to? Did you have to binge it? <laughs> I think I, I don't know like, why that was. I don't know why that came to my head. <laughs> I think I, I think I missed like one episode. And I didn't go back and watch it, but I just went back and watched like the um the elimination, which okay. was the um I think it was the um the roast, which I didn't go back and I didn't go back and watch that one, but everything That's else the one you should that. go back and watch. Okay, but everything. I mean, else it wasn't I like just good, but it was like everything you watch what? But everything else, I, everything every other episode after that, I was, I was able to catch up with it. Mm. I think I'm not surprised with the top four. So the top four, we have Simone, Rosé, Got Mick, pronounced her name right, because I've been hearing it so much now, Got Mick, and Candy Muse. And now, I think the only reason Candy Muse is in the top four is because production needed her. Yeah. Like, I feel like she was, I ain't going to say she was the show, but she kind of like kept the show so, kind of going, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, Whenever they would go backstage, she almost took over that, and it was she acted like it was her special, her spinoff show. When they would go backstage, she would drive the conversation about everything. Doing um, what's what's the little second the off show they do the, the um, um, untucked, untucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She would drive that whole show. That was like her. That was her spinoff this season. That was her show, untucked. It was because she because she was the one asking the question. She was the one more to me more engaging than all the other girls that was back there. Who would have been your top four if you could have like 
like if you were on the judge, like who's the top four? Who would you have chose? Uh, actually, everybody that's in top four now, mine is Candy. Who would you would have placed instead of Candy? Olivia. Girl, Olivia is not that. Olivia is not top four she, material. She's she, not that girl. She, but well, but was she in the beginning to me? She was, but then as I slowly started watching it. I guess mm-hmm. it was I thought like, they was gonna let her win. I thought they was gonna give her the crown, but now I think they're gonna uh, crown got Mick. Who do you think they're gonna? Who, think, who is gonna win? It's between Simone and got Mick. Because I went back and looked back and looked back, like got Mick served looks. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention to her this season, but looking back, she served. Um, but yeah, Candy, I Rose is a drag queen. Um, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be mad. She won, though. Either. I mean, I think Rose is the clear winner of all of them. To be honest with you, like overall talent, drag queen, mm-hmm. Rose is the winner. But I, I think they're gonna give it to Got Mick. But I am rooting for Simone. I am too. I was. Actually, but I can't believe you can say what. I actually thought Utica was gonna be there. For the longest, I was like, she's taking girls out right and left. Her roast, it was so horrible. They had to get her the fuck up out of here. That roast was a mess. Oh, it was, so it I, was, I definitely had to go back and watch the episode. It was dreadful. Like, she had, <laughs> <laughs> she had to go home, baby. <laughs> Could not be up here with that. Did that reunion the- that came on. Listen, I fell asleep on it. That shit was boring, but I fell asleep on it. Did you watch it? Yeah. I have a... I'm not going to say it was boring. I did see La La Ree. Okay. Who um, actually, like, shocked the hell out of me. Yeah, the La La Ree song was definitely um, amazing. It was... I think it was the better choice out of all of them. I didn't. I didn't like Joey J at the reunion. Joey J was like, it was. I'm like, what? Or I don't know. I just didn't. I think I she wasn't was a annoyed. fan of the no wig. Uh, about what though? I don't know. I, she came across annoyed, but she did come across like I. I, I don't know. Some like girl, calm down. I didn't like. I, I, I like his video though. His video was not. It's not that good. Tina Burner looked great. Yeah, she did. I give Tina Brunner that. And what's so funny about Tina is that the one episode where I thought she did phenomenal in the Rusical, bitch, they let her have it that week in the judges panel. And that's how I knew. <laughs> but you know what's you know what's so funny? Looking back, I knew that's how I knew she was not gonna make it into the competition because <laughs> I I kind of knew once she if she ever get to the bottom, they was gonna get her out of there after that. Because mm-hmm. It's just gonna like use use that as an out to like get her out of there, and they did because I was like, this is not even by far her worst week. It's like this is like one of her best weeks, but y'all use this to like this one mix up of her not <laughs> lifting the last two words of a musical, and y'all use that to send that girl home. Oh, I could have yeah. seen, I, I seen um Tina in the top four over Candy. I actually, when Candy get initially got eliminated, but the first time, mm-hmm. I could have saw that too. 
who you think is going to be? Who you, th- who you think if they could choose three all-stars out of this season, who would it be? Um, If he lose, Rose. Um, mm-hmm. Tamisha Iman, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Utica, maybe. I think the ones, as far as I... All star, who I think could bring something that would be interesting would be Tamisha Candy and Tina Burner. I think. Um, I like those. I like those, those choices. I think Rose. I think Rose is gonna be one of the one of the queens that's gonna be like bigger than the show when she leaves. Mm-hmm. And I think that she ain't coming back. Like I think I, I think I do think Rose is gonna be like you know how people like leave and they're like bigger than the show. Like who was that? Who was the judge? Um, of like um some British show or some show overseas like America's Got Talent. They're they're like the judge or something like that over there. Is that Courtney Act or something? One of them? I don't know. You just you just introduced something new to me. It's one of them girls who was like I'm like so they have no reason to come back. Like Bianca Del Rio. What reason does Bianca Del Rio have to come back to a Drag Race show? Bob the Drag Queen. Why would Bob the Drag Queen come back to? A RuPaul show, like I think that's gonna be like Rose. I can see that. But moving right along, but the finale is next week. Got to watch it and see how they're gonna do this social distance um thing. Um, last season, I ain't gonna lie, I didn't care for those lip syncs they was having people doing in their living room. <laughs> they got them. They got them. They, on, they got them on the stage they, this time. They got them. They gave them a the budget. Stage. Yeah, they, they gave them a budget. To, See, that's another thing I want about Drag Race. I wonder, do they give them like um, give them money to shoot them videos, like La La Re video and all that stuff? Because I know they be under these like crazy contracts where they be like they what it's really like laid out what they can do, what they can do. Basically, World of Wonder has a way in deciding on how you get famous when you leave the show. Yes, and I'm like, so I want to do they like pay for that stuff. Uh, this is it's always interesting. La La Re video was everything. Shout it out was. It really was. I I didn't like. I was not expecting that. That came. I was like, oh right. I'm talking like mouth was like really dropped. So another thing that's uh not another thing, but something that's being like blowing up Twitter and um. Everybody's been talking about it. It happened while we were gone. Was the Little Nas X video? Oh, call me by your name. That's the name of it. So Little Nas X first teased his song when he was trolling. Um, what's the little white boy with the rainbow lace fronts? He's not white, but um, Takashi. Yes, um, that boy white, little white boy with the lace fronts. He was um, (laughs) white. When he was trolling, um, when he was trolling him, saying, showing him his from his DMs, he teased the song then. So he came out with the video where I haven't saw, I only seen clips of the video. I haven't watched the video because I don't pay attention to Lil Nas X, and that's no shade. But Lil Nas, Lil Nas X is like a kid it's, to me. It's shady because I'm gonna tell you why it's shady. It's shady to because of the the gays feel like you should represent you should. Support all gays. 
No, that's not, that doesn't mean I don't support him. Mm-hmm. He's like a child to me. I don't pay attention to people's kids. <laughs> like, I don't. <laughs> Sorry. He that's is, the same way. Because he is and, young. And, and, and no shade. That's the same way I feel about um people be at, when people ask about uh European on Zaya Wade. I'm like I I don't think about oh, okay. Zaya Wade because Zaya Wade is a child. Like I'm literally old enough to be Zaya Wade's daddy. Granddaddy. Like I I don't th- fuck you, bitch. I don't sit around <laughs> and think about. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm on the Like I don't I don't think about people's kids. Like why are y'all so worried about what people do with their kids and people's children? Like. That's the starting point for me. Like, it's a kid. I'm not going to sit here and discuss a kid. And why are you? But Lil Nas X is just like, he's for the children. I don't really pay him no mind. He's trolling. He's funny. I mean, I appreciate that he's there and everything. But, yeah. So the video is kind of, it's interesting because it's very biblical. He went from playing Adam (laughs) and Eve in one scene to... Um, being Jesus and not another Adam scene. and Steve, kiss, kiss, <laughs> Adam, basically Adam and Steve. He kiss, tongue, he tongue kissing himself mm-hmm. in 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 one scene because he's a serpent. He playing the serpent, and then he giving the lap dance to the devil. You know who Lil Nas X give me though? Lil Nas X gives me the male version of Don Richards from um Danny D. Kane. Okay. Was she in Danny Kane? Was she in Fifth Danny Kane? Danny Kane. And like all I see from Danny, all I ever seen from Don Richard is like these cool photo shoots and nose jobs. Like I ain't never seen nothing else come from Don Richard, but you know, bitch, a new face and some new photos. She love oh. a photo shoot <laughs> and a new face. I'm like the kids she's love on Twitter. No, I, I know, I I can tell. <laughs> the kids love her music though. The listen, let me tell you something. I don't know what what hold does Danny Kane have on black gay men. I don't know. What is it? Let me know what is it that any and black gay men love that group and anything that comes from that group, they fuck with it. I don't under I I I'm like I guess <laughs> they're still trying. They, they they want they want Danny Kane to still work, which is like Danny Kane is still a group. They still three of them are still together. I think the last time I checked, but they all love some work though. Because what's the other one who don't even Aubrey, look like herself no more? Aubrey, oh, Aubrey O'Day doesn't look like herself no more. But this was about Lil Nas X. So, so the video was interesting, but. I, <laughs> So the Lil Nas X video is interesting, but I know it was not for me. And I and I usually go up for stuff that's like avant-garde, but it was like, uh, it was just it was just it was just to me. It was, I looked at it as okay, he, okay. he's trolling the people, and y'all have fun with that. Um, I don't think what what I saw kind of like I was like y'all y'all doing too much. Was when people I saw gays trying to make it out to be like, oh my god, this masterful piece of art, and I'm like, that is not what this is. You can like it, but this is not some like masterful work of art. Like this is not what that is. We don't have to pretend that that's what that is. This is something to troll people with, and y'all have fun with it. 
like Lou said on his podcast, shout out to Lou Cipher and his podcast, by the way. We it's like a video that we already seen before. If we seen it, we seen it from people our generation, our artists, mm-hmm. but it's new to mm-hmm. the new kids, like to new to the Gen Zs. Right. But we seen it from like a t- type of these type of videos from Missy, Buster, Lil' Kim before. Right, Lil- provocative videos. Yeah. Even Madonna. I, like I say, I, I mean, I, I I do appreciate Lil Nas X being there. And it's like, um, I couldn't have imagined like somebody being that out or whatever, like when I was like coming up. Like the only like I mean, when we was coming up, the celebrities that you knew was gay, they still would never come out and like say it. You know what I'm saying? So it was mm-hmm. still like a mm, you just never know. And still to this day, you still question, you know, things about people. They never just really just come out. And I like, I do like that, that he is like out and he, you know, show people that, you know, you can be yourself and all that stuff, rah, rah. But like, girl, this is not something that's just deep. <laughs> it may be just me being a little older and it's just not me being for me. And it's for the kids. I'm like, girl, let the kids have fun. That video is definitely not for the kids, though. Why not? Because See, the, uh, again, again, I haven't seen the whole thing, so let me not ask why not. Because you can get <laughs> because lap dance is giving the devil a lap dance and turn and turn up putting your dick in putting the, his putting your dick in the devil's face ain't really for the children in your draws. Listen, Look Nas X is an online troll who has turned that into a a very lucrative music career. And hey, get money. I ain't, I ain't mad. I'm not mad. Get fucking money. <laughs> So speaking of so, lap dances, have you heard about us? <laughs> speaking of lap dances, about lap dances and strippers, you heard about the uproar that Usher caused because he allegedly left fake money at the strip club, but kind of find out it was part of his promotion. Well, he didn't alleg- allegedly do anything. He actually did leave the money, um, the fake money there, but his security guards did actually like replace it with like. Um, real the money. real bucks, but I'm like, that's even if you was joking, that's just goofy. Like, girl, get your goofy it's, ass it's out corny. of here. It's corny. Get my motherfucking money. It's corny. <laughs> it was very corny. So Usher has a um was promoting his um Vegas residency. Uh, I can't say the word residency. residency? Yes. So he was promoting using Usher. I must be philanthropist. Go ahead. You what? He was what? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. So he was <laughs> so he was promoting his Vegas residence. Red, I can't say it. His Vegas he's going show. going to Vegas to perform, bitch. He got a Vegas, show out in Vegas. He got a show out in Vegas <laughs> this summer that he was promoting. So he so he was doing Usher books. But he but he's like so the stripper that exposed him said that was trying to say that he left the money there at the strip club for them. And he troll he was trolling them with the fake money and making it rain with the fake money, but actually the strip club came back and said that he didn't. He actually left real money. He was popping bottles. Like Of course he was. He's Usher. Like all that. So it just caused an uproar, <laughs> uproar. And everybody was Could and you all imagine? The and all the memes. Could that you imagine you were a dancer that night? And Usher was in the Did building. Did you see that shit? 
I've been pissed. I would have been like, I would have been like, oh, okay, so this is we cashed these shit at the DJ booth. That's what we I have, <laughs> we, we have. Look, we have to cash these in at the DJ booth. That's what we do tonight. It's casino night. We cash these <laughs> at, the, at the DJ booth. Okay, I money at the DJ booth. All right, all right. That's what I would have been thinking. Like, girl, you can't be serious. But what but if that he, was um what but what if he, what, what what if he was in there throwing fake money for real? And you thought you thought and you know in in the strip club that then like you think you think you made it buku of bucks and you get these usher dollars. Bitch, I would have went straight to online to blast his ass for it. That's what they did. I probably would have I probably would have tried to ask like the club, like, um right, I would try to cash it in. I, I would have literally took it to the DJ booth. And be like, what's the tea with this? Like, what? <laughs> 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 well, took it up to the DJ booth, be like, what's the um, what's going on with this? And then after that, they said they couldn't do that. I would have been like, okay, blast his ass online. And that's what they but, that's what that's what she did when they thought it was fake. Listen, so over the last few weeks, I've seen some random shit online. It was some um fun stuff. Like the other day, I saw this um this um this tweet and it was uh asking who would you who would play your parents in your um in your movie about yourself in your autobiography mm. your biopic 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 <laughs> biopic biopic um that's a good question um and who I would say you? I would say Vanessa L Williams the singer probably played my mama only because my mom has green eyes, not because mm-hmm. she looked like my mama, but um, green mm-hmm. eyes. Um, my dad would probably be Samuel L. Jackson because he looks like my dad a little bit. Um, who would play me? Do you watch the show? I don't watch the show. Damn. Cause I, was I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure the listeners do. Who is it? I don't know. The, I don't know his name, but he, but they call him Big Papa, the little boy, the little big dude. Um, would play me as a kid on the show. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name, but the kids, mm-hmm. the people that watch the show, they probably know who I'm talking about. What about you? Um, I tweeted my. I think definitely hands down, like Cedric the Entertainer will play my daddy in like. Yes, in Andrew. every in every sense of the way, uh, I think Martin. I think Martin Lawrence could play like my dad in his when he was younger, mm-hmm. and like Cedric the Entertainer when he's uh, as he get older. Um, my mama would be, I would say, Lisa Ray or um, Lisa Ray or Nicole Ari Parker. It'd be out of them too. Probably, probably more Lisa Ray because my mama and Lisa Ray could like be sisters. I hate how much like my mama reminds me of Lisa Ray. Like when I hear Lisa Ray talking and being ignorant and shit, I just like <laughs> I be thinking like that is my mama, and I just be like, oh well, I'm even gonna. I that's why I never really go too hard on Lisa Ray because Lisa Ray is literally my mama, and my mama name is Lisa too, okay. and it's just like. <laughs> <laughs> Like she reminds me of my mama, like all the good and the bad. So uh, it, who will play me? Go ahead. So wait, hold up. So your mom. So when we, when she was going off about the brat, was that your? That's mom, definitely you? my mama, like being like <laughs> extra 
saying shit. My mom would definitely be canceled like Somebody. if she was on like something like that and like like my mom was like on Housewives or something. She'd be like the messy one starting all the mess. Like she'd be the one y'all wouldn't like. Mm. That's why I wouldn't want my mom to go on them shows. Cause like y'all like for some bitch, I stay online fighting y'all talking about my mama. <laughs> y'all would not like my mama my mama would be the messy wood starting shit and everything but um who will play me mm-hmm. um I'll say Glenn Close come on come on white fish <laughs> that's fair I don't know who will play me um um Ron Coogler I don't the, know. The, Martin the, Lawrence? Not Martin Lawrence. Um, I don't know who played me. I'm sure the listeners know. Uh, somebody shady like LaRon would tell you. Girl, girl you know she would. <laughs> She'll let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that's been on, um, people have been talking about, so you know um, the same conversations get recycled amongst black gay Twitter. So lately, everybody been trying to normalize cocaine. Where you going, Jimmy? <laughs> Put your head. <laughs> Get back here, Jimmy. <laughs> Come back. <laughs> I had to throw the microphone down. I had to, <laughs> I had to throw Have you it. seen it, though? Have you seen it? I see there's been a lot of coke talk, but I didn't know they were trying to normalize Yes, the girls. I mean, here's the deal with here's the deal with that. So let me just start off. I said I've never put no other drug in my body other than marijuana. Like I've never tried coke, not even a little bump. I've never tried syrup. I'm in Texas. I've never tried syrup. You know, I've never popped a pill, a half a pill, a quarter of a pill. Never done any of that stuff. So, but I don't knock people that you know if that's your thing, do it. But don't sit up here and try to act like doing cocaine is socially acceptable. It's just not. You can do it. What do it? But don't try to make it seem like it's 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 normal. And that's what uh, we do on not we. I ain't gonna say we, but people do on social media a lot. We try to normalize shit that's not that's in real in real life in real society. It's like. Girl, you know that's not acceptable. And it's okay, but like you can't be out here in the open. You're not gonna be at a party that's opening up and start doing cocaine. I mean, you probably will, but that's not your group of friends is not society. So it's not it's still not socially acceptable. When you when you, when we speak of things being socially acceptable, we're talking about all of society. Because you know, I think it's because weed is now becoming socially acceptable. And it's becoming weed legalized. is socially acceptable, and and it's been socially acceptable for a while. Weed has really been the only drug that is socially acceptable. I'm talking about, I'm talking about legally, like like become legally. Oh, girl, child. And so, I don't. I plead the fifth on my 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 on my trying of cocaine, so I plead the fifth on that. So, um. I never really here's my my reason for never doing any other drugs more than weed is because I've seen what those drugs do to people. I I mean I didn't hear about 
the crack epidemic from watching Netflix specials and listening to people tweet about it. Right. Bitch, I lived it. Right. Like, so I don't, <laughs> I don't, I see what this stuff do to people and y'all up here trying to normalize these drugs. No, that's not, I mean, if you do it, do it, but don't, don't act like everybody else is being outrageous because we're not accepting your cocaine use. Let's normalize cocaine. No. I heard one. I heard one basic new nigga on on um Twitter trying to he he literally compared cocaine use to um alcohol and said it was like the same thing. Like one of these new niggas, I'm, I'm t- but the new they were trying to do everything to justify cocaine. I'm like, do you boo? cocaine and weed is. And they're trying to say it ain't no different than weed. No, the main one that they were trying to say that cocaine and poppers is the same thing. I was like, I don't know, whatever. But one thing I do know, one is not addictive, and one is not going to make you like strung out and have you losing your job and all that shit and sucking dick to get it. That's mm. not going to like one is not going to do that. So you can't say that they're the same. Well. Child. A lot of these girls out here, because uh, they be like, um, um, one of our, um, it was one of our listeners who tweeted this too. He said, um, he said, uh, people who cocaine be like, this is not a crack house, this is a crack home. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, they are so right because they be trying to act like doing cocaine is really better than doing like any other other like hard drugs. I guess because. They have a lot of people have this myth that it's a rich people's drug, and it's like they don't really do that drug either. That's that's not common amongst rich people, y'all. Like, quit trying to justify this drug. And a lot of these girls out here, a lot of these girls out here on meth because they can't afford their cocaine habit. So, so cocaine is not the same, y'all, as alcohol and weed. Just do your little cocaine and then come online and try to sell your nudes and uh, to get money for your drugs. Oh, my God. I ain't calling no names, but the person who was saying all that, that's what she do. At wisdom underscore stature. That's what you hit him up at. I'm out of, <laughs> I'm a, I'm out of this conversation because I didn't even know that y'all were trying to normal. <laughs> I'm, I must have been in the hospital when they were trying to normalize this. I was like, y'all, I mean, look what just happened to DMX. And y'all trying to, like, normalize, like, dr- these hard drugs. Look what mm. happened to Whitney and all this stuff. And y'all trying to normalize hard drugs. No. So, speaking of DMX, speaking of DMX, um... Rest in peace to him and also on um, rapper Black Rob. We lost two rappers in oh two weeks, a week, a week or two, period. a week or two. Yeah. So Black Rob was known for this his song "Whoa," which was signed to Bad Boy, and um, allegedly that he was actually um, homeless at the time and trying to and crowdsourcing his um, medical bills before he died. Allegedly. Wow. Um, so you know the internet's going out the puppy again. Listen, you told so I remember um I was just listening to a podcast today. It's a podcast of Shout out to three guys on. It's a podcast of like 
three older guys or whatever, and they they're they're comedians out of DC. It's just a bunch of like black uncle cousin talk, black mm-hmm. male cousin uncle talk. But it's not hotepish. Okay. It's not it's not like it's not like when you get other straight black men together. It's not hotepish at all. But anyways, uh, <laughs> they was playing on a podcast today. Um, I, I watch their show live every Saturday afternoon. Uh, he was uh, they they played that interview that the Locks and uh, Puffy did down the Hot ninety seven back in the day, and when the Locks was calling Puffy out about having his their publishing and woo 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 woo, and all Puffy could do was be like like, well, my office open if y'all want to talk. My office open. I want to talk. It was like it sounds so like crooked like you don't took mm-hmm. over these people it's like very big wormish from five heartbeats which is one of my favorite movies so yeah so rest in peace to both dmx and black rob dmx i know was the soundtrack of my college years and i will admit i've worked out the dmx a, a couple of times because his music was it's like very high energy Yes, I don't. I don't. I wasn't really like a a listener of his music, but who am I a listener of? Um, except for blues music, but uh, <laughs> yes, because I was gonna ask you about your Johnny Taylor rant that you did the, the other day. So let's talk about that. Well, let me say what I was gonna say about um um DMX real quick. Okay. DMX um like I just knew his singles like I know of a lot of people, but I saw a lot of people online like trying to like. Say like was he was like new niggas was asking like was he really like popular? But I'm like nigga, he was, was like sh- a superstar. DMS was like, he was shit. a superstar. He he was in like high budget movies, like not no like blockbuster hits, like with big budgets. Like he wasn't like just nobody, y'all. Like you knew who he was. He had impact because he had he was like number one. He was the first artist to have two number one albums in the same year. Mm-hmm. All his albums, up with I think all his first five albums went platinum or gold. You can't play, you can't go nowhere with an old school party without party up being played, and Rough Riders anthems being played, and um. Right. So DMX was the DMX was always be the shit, regardless of what y'all think he was in in his. And one of my favorite rappers life. wouldn't exist if it wasn't for DMX, Jaru. Jaru wouldn't exist if it wasn't for um, DMX. Of course. So rest in peace to both um, DMX and Black Rob. So on to my nigga Johnny Taylor. Okay. Let me tell. I like blues. I I like blonde. Not blonde. I like blues music. Period. My last. But I like Johnny. I like Johnny Taylor music. Um, most of Johnny Taylor music is about him gaslighting for cheating. Like he's gaslighting women for cheating, and like that's what eighty percent of his music is, and I love it. And he's a king. And <laughs> <laughs> like one of my favorite songs by him is uh, it's called "Running Out of Lies," and basically the song is fully done. It, it's arranged so beautifully, it's sung so beautifully, but it's trash. He's talking. <laughs> he's he's basically. <laughs> He's basically telling his side piece that his 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 woman, his main woman, is on to them, and they get too hot in the streets, and people are starting to ask questions, and he's basically running out of lies. 
and this is getting too hard on him to keep up. And so, <laughs> and so he's going to have to end this. And he hates to have to do it. And he hates that you put us in this situation. We have to be in a situation. We have to sneak around to these dirty places and basically make their relationship seem like what they was doing on the side was just worthless and shit. And so now I'm done doing this and I got to get back to my woman. <laughs> like my favorite Johnny Taylor song I have like um two which is uh-huh. like my, my last two dollars uh-huh. and it's an old one um, Disco Lady Disco Lady yes that is my that's probably <laughs> my favorite Johnny Taylor song shake it up oh, shake, shake it, it down, down move, move it in, in move it out, out. Disco Lady Disco Lady that, that is my favorite Johnny Taylor jam Shake Absolutely. it, baby. Shake it. Baby, shake Mm-mm. your thing. Uh, we can so, yeah. that song. But... Y'all go listen to... um, Y'all go listen to y'all some... That's the only type of music that I, like, can listen to and, like, actually enjoy. And, like, I don't... I can just put blues music on shuffle without... I, I mean, if I put any type of genre on shuffle, I'm about... I'm going to be skipping. Skip, 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 skip. And it's like... <laughs> That's the blues music, the only music too that I can listen to people album cuts on. All right, other than that, other genres, I only need your singles, baby. I don't need nothing else you try to give me. <laughs> you so old. <laughs> you so uh, so. Uh. So what's the other Johnny Taylor? Did he have um? It's cheaper to keep it. Good love. Good love was my other my other favorite Johnny Taylor this song. This time we got a good love. Did he and, do um, um cheaper the keeper? No, that was um shit. Who, I, who am I? Who you thinking about right? Who? That's uh it's not Marvin and Cease. Uh, not ZZ Hill. That is Johnny Taylor. Cheaper the okay. keeper is Johnny Taylor. It is. It is. It is. ZZ Hill is my uh, like my second favorite uh gospel. Not not gospel. Shit, I don't even listen to gospel. But my second favorite blues artist is ZZ Hill. What does ZZ Hill sing? <laughs> Cheat in the next room. Oh, cheating in the next room. Huh. I don't know the rest of the words, but I know cheating in it because the Malico making plans to see you soon. Talking softly on the telephone. Come on now, you know you got all of, the music. I remember, I, all I remember the Malico, the Malico commercial, down down home blues commercial. Down home blues, yes, that's also a record. Yes, <laughs> yes. Down and I know my aunties. Yes. I know my aunties and uncles used to play the hell out of them damn songs. And I can't. We talking about we went from DMS to talking about the blues. Um. So another thing that um. So let's let's talk about something that happened to me the other day or whatever, other week or whatever. I forgot what it was, but I don't. I, believe it or not, I just don't be having much sex, right? No more. So, girl, I don't be having much sex, right? So, <laughs> <laughs> when when um when I do, and I'm a responsible adult, I go get tested every for all STDs and stuff every three months or whenever I feel like I've done too much. I go get tested and things like that. So 
um, because I go get tested, I go to my a private doctor to do all these things. I'm not going to the health department and I'm paying these expensive co-pays every time I go. When I do engage in sexual intercourse, I prefer to go raw. I'm not making a Hello? I was, I'm here. I wasn't making a... No, I, I prefer to my go phone, raw. My phone went off and I was like, what the hell was that? And the reason being is because I'm responsible, right? I'm responsible and there's always risk to, to, to the case of, okay, I get that. But, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, part of the reason that, you know, I'm so extra responsible is because I know I like to have raw sex. So, I don't mind using a condom. But the truth of the matter is, when it comes to using the, the most of the dudes who want you to use a condom, mm-hmm. they pussy really ain't good enough to be the type you fuck with a condom. You gotta have some really good pussy to like fuck it with a condom. And when I say that, it's it, it's like condoms dry you out, and so you you have to keep reapplying lube and all this stuff. It's like, is your pussy red enough to keep up with condom sex? And mm-hmm. most dudes who and most dudes who want condom sex pussy don't be red enough to keep condom sex. And that's what annoys me. It ain't really the condom. It's just that girl, this ain't you don't have the range for this. And so now we gotta stop and keep reapplying lube and all this stuff. And it's like maybe we just shouldn't Fuck. I I mean, if I don't want to fuck, if I'm not gonna fuck you raw, I just really not gonna have sex with you. And but another, another thing that that pissed me off is that you want me to fuck you with a condom, and you want me to be overly passionate to you, like you want to kiss and cuddle, and you want to do all these things. Like that stuff doesn't come with a condom with condom sex. That's like what's the contradictive to each other, like. How you want me to wear a condom, but you want me to kiss you and cuddle you and be to me, those things are more intimate than fucking raw. And and that's kind of like a mind fuck to me. Maybe that's maybe that's just me being fucked up or whatever, but I don't understand that. Like you gotta get what I'm saying or no? No. Or am I just rambling? <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you won't say yes. I'm like, like no. Oh, girl. <laughs> so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Listen, listen. Look, look. Before before you continue, the views expressed that he just expressed is not mine. <laughs> I, I and you just let me go on, bitch, and then stop me or nothing. But go ahead. But go ahead. You just let me talk and then stop me or nothing. Just then going. Okay, here's what I'm saying. <laughs> I feel like you have condom sex for people you don't know. Right? Yeah. Right? I don't kiss and cuddle people I don't know. So, kissing and cuddling is reserved for people who are special to me. Okay. So I'm not gonna. So if I'm not special enough to fuck you raw, we're not gonna do all the other stuff that comes with like being a special person. Do you get what I'm saying? 
You still don't understand what I'm saying? I don't understand what you're saying. I don't. I don't agree. I put it like this. I understand what Here's you're saying. I, I don't agree and, with what you're. I don't agree with and, what and, you're and saying. I'm not saying that you have to like. I'm not pressuring you to have raw sex. That's definitely not what the fuck I'm doing. It, 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 I don't want nobody to think that that's the case because I don't have to pressure nobody to do anything. You know, we just don't have to do it, or I put it on. I'm never gonna ask you. I'm never gonna. I'm never. That is so whack to ask to be asking somebody to fuck raw when they already told you they want to use a condom. Like that's just not. That's goofy. But what I'm saying is like you. Like I'm paying these highest copays for a reason, like, so I can be healthy and so I can remain healthy, so like, yeah, I mean, hey, I guess, I, I think a lot of people think like that, like, think like me, they're just too scared to say it, because I, I know mean, I'm not the only person I hear out here fucking wrong. Because you're not, because as it's, it's, it's many videos that's on these, on these, on this internet, ain't no, ain't no condom in use. Right. And then I'm not trying to act like I'm just like, oh my God, I'm just the safest. But I bet you did not go into the doctor as freaking as I am either. And I and, and that's not as I'm not trying to say that as a way to like I don't I don't use that as a way to like try to get people to have raw sex because you know I don't have to do that. I mean, this just happened this one time where this like this guy this not the first guy that ever asked me to wear a condom in ever. And I'm like, oh sure. And I was like, um, like the pussy just didn't hit enough for you to like for me to like be fucking you through a condom. It's just like, eh. and like halfway through the session, I was just like, my pleasure is reduced by half, but you still want me to go over and above, please you. When you really don't even know me like that, and you and you really telling me that you don't fuck with me, like I I I just don't, you know, like girl, no, get these little back shots and get out of my house. So for those of y'all, once again, I'm gonna ahead and say it. The views expressed on this podcast are not necessarily mine, but it's just his. But I get what he I get what you're trying to say. I and just I'm not promoting I um I I'm not promoting raw sex. I'm just talking about what the fuck I do. And I know and let's talk about wet pussy. Wet boy pussy That's for a minute. So not to tell Tim, I, but I already told Tim I earlier about my bowel movement. So I guess I can talk about this. Okay. So I know mine is wet. Ah! <laughs> I was not expecting that one. <laughs> Girl, so, you caught me off guard. <laughs> so, Jimmy said, as a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I have, I have, we could, we could. Jimmy yes. said, so here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> so, the condom set to me is no issue. Uh-huh. But I just prefer, I, but I prefer to use condoms because of, I, and I do get checked, I do get all the other things, but I just prefer to use condoms. However, my choice of sex partners are limited now because, like you said earlier, that everybody is not everybody, mostly everybody that I encounter likes to fuck raw. If you're too scared, you think you're gonna catch something from me, leave me the fuck alone. And so, look, respectfully, respectfully. So, I just look at it like, mm, 
It's being it's just disrespectful show. a little bit to say that to say that. Hey, I think you might I think you might give me something, but I still want you to give me that dick. I th- no. I'm... No. 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 No <laughs> work sorry. like that, baby. You you think what? <laughs> what? That was funny. That was funny. I hate it. Like for real. <laughs> you might give me something. I don't know. You might give me something, but I still want that dick though. So put a No, no. Don't treat me like that. No, no. That's not how they go over here. But somebody go somebody go listen to this to understand what I'm saying. And I really want y'all to uh, reach out to the show so I don't feel like I'm alone in this because Jimmy just over here got me thinking like I'm just You're not alone, but I just like I said, I just don't I'm just that I'm just not that person. You're not alone in what you're thinking, because I'm sure there's plenty of people that think like you think. But I'm you're I'm you're just alone on this podcast right now. Mm. But you're not alone. I guess. So let's wrap this up and move it on to our asking for a friend for this episode. And this comes from Twitter. And it actually comes from Twitter. So I don't know who actually made it up first. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with um one for talk. So that's where I got it from. Is what is your most awkward dating and sexual experience? So dating, we're gonna talk about our dating experience and our sexual experience. Okay. Um, most awkward date and most awkward sexual experience. Um, most awkward sexual experience was when this guy threw up on my dick when he was giving me head. You know what? That. <laughs> Story has come up a plenty of times. Come came up plenty of times in that thread. What thread? The thread where the question came from. Oh, somebody throwing up. Yes. So let me tell you something. This dude came over my house. He walked in the door drinking a slush or something from um drinking a smoothie from um oh smoothie king. He had a smoothie king cup. But <laughs> like he walked in. Like just twisting, drinking Smoothie King. Okay, whatever. This nigga start giving me head, and when I tell you, just all of a sudden, like that whole smoothie was just in my lap. <laughs> I'm sorry. It was literally like it, it. It didn't even look like throw up. It looked like he poured the smoothie in my lap. That's what it looked like. I'm talking like just smoothie, just all in my dick hairs, and just oh my god. <sighs> That was one, and then the other one I think was the time when um I told about I told about this on a podcast like early on like on one of the very first few shows um y'all can go back and listen was when we um after the club we had went back to one of my homeboys um house and you know we were young we were like eighteen nineteen and you know, everybody was still living at home with their mom and them and but his mom was out of town so we went back to his house and so me and his cousin went into his mama bathroom to mess around with each other uh peepees. And so we go in there and we get the um hunching or whatever. Um and this he I guess he thought he was like pulling out the lotion. But instead it wasn't lotion. It was that boy's mama's apricot face scrub. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that peach apricot, whatever that apricot, apricot, uh, apricot. face scrub, mm. did it had a hold on black women in the early 2000s, <laughs> 90s? 
So <laughs> he put that stuff and he started, he took it because he had this idea. He wanted me to like fuck his thighs. Like, you know, we were going to hunch and I was supposed to like slide my dick between his thighs and like, you know, mm-hmm. do that. Like, girl. And so he sort of, I'm like, that shit started feeling all gritty. I was like, what the fuck is this? We turned that light on and that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Dating? Dating, yes. Um, the most awkward date I've been on. I, you know, it wasn't necessarily awkward, but I would say that I didn't call him back for like some, some petty. Um, we went out to eat, and he got mad and got like an attitude at the waiter because the waiter didn't bring his drinks. His drink with all the, with all the, all the stuff on all the garnishes and all the, all the decorations and all that shit, so he could take a picture for Instagram. Oh, she just yeah, thought like because, because most of the time, like when when you order them drinks, whatever, like a dude or whatever, they won't put all that stuff on it. They just bring you the drink, right? And that's probably like what it was, and like baby, she wanted her embellishments, and that's what it be called. That's what it's called. She wanted her trinkets Garnish, and shit her on her drink. Her garnishes. Yes. And I was like, that was so like, uh, to me. And to me, it wasn't just that. To me, that speaks more to of like who you are. Like everything is for show. And I just don't like them type of people. Like you really is mad at this woman. Like this woman has fucked up your night. Because oh. she didn't put these. Yes. And mad. I'm like. Oh, hell no. He didn't really. He, he was more mad talking about it to me than he was to her, though. He didn't want to really just like so so rude to her, but he was really mad at you know. I could tell he was mad because when he was the way he was talking about it to me, he was he, he was really upset about that. And I was like, "Girl, nah." Mm. Mm. What about you? What's your most awkward sexual experience and dating experience? So I'll start with the dating experience. So I remember when I was in college, I went on a date with this guy that to old Charlie's and I actually wrote about this on my blog. Mm -hmm. So long story short, he tried to do a ditch and run. (laughs) (laughs) But I ended up leaving before he did. So I ended up paying for the uh, my food. And told the girl, like, look, he about to ditch and run. This is my money for my food. So it explains why I order only eat chicken tenders on dates. Girl. Like every, like every date I go on, I only eat chicken tenders. Because, why? Because that's what I can afford to eat. I don't order nothing expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't order nothing expensive. It's the, it's the pot. If the date is not going horribly wrong, I've already ate. I can pay for my food and I can roll out. So I only deal. I believe in going Dutch anyway. And a lot of girls don't like that. Even if I ask you to go somewhere, it's still Dutch. <laughs> but I just, I just look at that as like, I, I mean, to me, that's one of the benefits of being a, man, a gay man. Like, you ain't got to worry about all that other stuff. Like, to me, like, to go off topic a little bit, I saw that uh, a tweet today where this guy was um, talking about how he doesn't um, um, open up doors for women and how he don't he's not come, if he pick up a woman for for a date he's not getting out his car he's gonna honk the horn and all this stuff and it's funny because in my comedy routine I got a whole little set about how I'm not chivalrous because I'm gay 
Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't naturally come to me. And because I don't like look gay, like people don't when I, when I don't do the normal chivalrous things in public, people be looking at me crazy. But that's a whole other story. <laughs> and I just don't be petting no mind. But they be looking like 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 I just committed a crime. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> Trash. But anyways, um. What was I trying to say about the about going Dutch on dates? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, I think like being gay—that's the benefit of being gay. You ain't got to worry about always have to be the one as a man to pay for everything. You don't have to be opening doors, and you ain't got to. But some dudes want that shit. That's a turnoff to me. Like a, a dude who want to be treated like a woman. No, ma'am, get the fuck up out of here. That that, that that is not. Mm-mm. I do not play that. I don't, I don't like treated, that. I don't they like want to it. Be like, like, a a woman, like a lady. Like a lady. I'm a lady. No, I don't. We two niggas. We can both sit down. Oh, another one. Another um um awkward day before you go to your awkward sexual experience. Um, this guy. It wasn't awkward, but I never called him again because he didn't want to sit at the bar. That's he wanted to sit like in the dining room. And I was like, I. What's wrong with sit at the bar? We already here. Like we can eat here. And he was like, I don't want to eat at a bar. I'm like, I always eat at the bar. What's wrong with eating at the bar? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> I like eating. I actually like eating at the bar too. If I can, if I, if I'm sitting, especially if I go out eat by myself. When I go out to eat by myself with um friends and. Another thing, I I don't like I don't never go out to eat with like a group of people. I'm not a fan of that. Mm-hmm. Usually, just one other person or maybe one or two other people when I go out to eat. Um, but it's always sitting at the bar if it's me and one other person. The sitting in the dining room is reserved for when there's more than when I'm with more than two people. But anyway, that was the other one. What's what? What was your uh um session? So this thing a really. Did, did you ever talk to him after that? Did he he died in Dash? Did he? Did, do you know if he ever in the hand form since he since you told? I don't know because I left. I went to the bathroom and gave the girl my money and I left, and I told her don't don't ask where I'm at. Don't tell them that I left. Oh my god, the type of personality that I have. I, I don't. I'm I'm not a zodiac follower, but I think that has something to do with my zodiac. Like I always want to be like fair and like. On good terms with people, and I'm like I, I, I never want bad blood with people. It, it, it may not seem like that <laughs> I talk, but I never want bad blood with people. So I could that would devastate me for somebody to like go and leave, go to the restroom, and don't come back to the table. That would that would be a mind fuck for me, cause I'm like, girl, you could just came back and been like, um, hey, this ain't done or whatever. I'm be like, cool, you know, no, I don't like. I like things to be balanced. So don't do so that. So the the reason why I did that because the dude was bragging about all his jewelry, his jewelry, his cars, and all this stuff, and then he kind of denying a dash. So that's what threw me. That's what threw me off. Like, wait yeah. a minute, you 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 just pulled up in the fucking bins, and you want to mm-hmm. pay? For, you don't want to pay for old Charlie's of all sure. places. That's how he got a bins. Because he ain't paying for shit. You know what old Charles? <laughs> you know what old is, right? I don't. It's like Applebee's. Oh girl. Yeah, he wrong for that one. It's like Applebee's and Chili's. Yeah, he wrong for that one. 
So it's not it's not like it's a expensive ass restaurant that that you're trying to dip and dash. It's basically twelve dollar food. Yeah, you could have. I mean, y'all whole meal probably was forty dollars. Yeah, and that's why I ordered them. Yeah, food. that's why. And he kept talking about, "Don't you want to order something else? Don't you want to order something else?" Like, no, let me get these chicken tenders and my fries and call it a day. Because I'm basic bitch. That's I'm ba- like, I was I am the basic- Listen, I'm not a. I'm not a um. People are like, why y'all go to the restaurant and order ten? I'm like, if that's what people want. But I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm never afraid of like telling people what to spend their money on, especially when it comes to food. Um, I, me personally, I think chicken tenders is a waste of money. I prefer, I just prefer a three piece and a pepper. <laughs> uh, personal, me personally, but <laughs> that's just me when it comes to chicken tenders. Chicken tenders is just stupid to me. But what's and, your uh, what's your se- sexual encounter? <laughs> my most awkward sexual encounter was <sighs> Jesus. Um, do I have one? Yes, I do have one. I remember when I was younger, mm-hmm. and this is why I think I'm cursed now because I was fucking with this dude he was like 35 and I was 18 at the time mm-hmm. and so for the first time ever that's when I ever seen gray pubes oh wow and I was like uh uh-uh. uh so oh, wow. at first I, I was like could... uh uh-uh. yeah especially and... if it was a lot when you have gray pubes you gotta keep your shit shaved down cause that shit look ugly if it's grown out so then I remember telling him this, and this is like one of my very first sexual experiences. So then I kept telling him, no, I don't want to get fucked in the ass because I don't want to turn into a woman. I don't want to fuck like a slut. That's why I keep going. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to get fucked because I don't. So that's not the most awkward one. I ain't with that gay shit, nigga. Because that, I think that was the most awkward one because I was like, because that was like my first, he was like my first time. I ever. can see how that could be awkward. Like, and you, and you getting ready to go down and you see that gray hair and like, oh, is it supposed to be like this? I mean, and he was 35, allegedly. So then, um, then he wanted to fuck and he, he had no condom. And I was like, nah, at first I was like, nah. And then he was like, I never had been, and then I told him, I, I ain't never been fucked in the ass before. Because I didn't want my voice to change. Shut up, you old girl. You so is from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what I thought what happened. <laughs> I was eighteen. Girl, you show you from Alabama. I, I was eighteen, so I didn't know. Like I didn't want my voice to change, and then I didn't want my wrist to break. But that's what I thought what happened. You know what's. <laughs> when you get fucked in the ass. And you uh, say like, it, it was so funny that you talk about condoms. We was just talking about condoms earlier. Now, when I was younger, I swore by condoms because it was so ingrained in us. I thought for, for me growing up, con- using a condom was cool. It was cool to be able to have, go. that was like, it was cool to use a condom, to have a condom in your wallet. And you know what I'm saying? Like that was like, I think that was really ingrained into us. And I also think that's why our generation didn't have like a high teen pregnancy rate, but that could be another story. That's another story. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> but it, it really was. You remember that? Like they actually came into our schools and talked about stuff and things like that. And like, so I, I don't know Ooh. about any other neighborhood, but that was always that was called rubbers. It was cool to use rubbers. And had the, they had that and had that um, 
that red that red condom. Yeah, but some happened to me when I after but after what thirty two. I'm like, girl, these condoms can come off. I'm going to this doctor all the time and paying this money to do it. Like, mm-hmm. part of being grown. You have no other sexual experiences that you could think of that was awkward. I don't want to share it because I painted somebody, so that's a whole new story. Mm. I remember the first time I called myself trying to bottom my painting. Painting, 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 painting is. <laughs> I guess it's part of the growing pain. I didn't even. I didn't even flee. Let me tell you, let me tell you how naive <laughs> no. I. Let me tell you how naive I was to the whole to the whole gay sex thing. This is the first time I had ever like even thought about um, doing that. I didn't know anything about fleeting, nothing like that. I didn't know that you had to do that. I thought you'd take a shower and not, it, people, I, I know you all going to be like, Brian, you could not have just thought that, but I did. I, I, did, I understand. And um, yeah, I was that naive and I went over there and, and, and I think it wasn't a big deal because he knew. He knew that this is about to be my first time and I wasn't into the scene and I didn't know nothing about this type of stuff. And that's what that was. But there was, what was, what was so funny, not necessarily funny, but what was so refreshing because the first time I did it, he was like, yo, this is part of life. That means you need to learn how to clean yourself up, clean, clean yourself out. And he taught me what, what to do. And I don't think I think a lot of us I think a lot of us now don't do that because we're so used to like oh my god I got painted on. But also in today's society, it's not I ain't gonna say it's not an excuse, but it's more information out there for you to know that that's what you're supposed to do, even if you don't have like nobody to tell you. Like we had to rely on somebody to tell us. It's out here. It's on social media. It's people talk about it all the time. It's really no excuse for no no no, no young girl to be out here shitting on dicks. But you are unless, you are, it's, unless that's what you want to do. I mean, that's what you want to do. But hey, the easy song. I didn't realize a lot of people that was into that than what you think, and they keep that. They keep it a hush. They keep it a secret. But they have these private accounts on Twitter that's locked, where they be into that shit at. A lot of people y'all laugh and talk to every day. Hmm. Child, you gonna name names or leave them on the playground? Let Monique say. <laughs> we'll leave it on the playground. We'll, we'll we'll leave it on the playground for now. You ready to wrap this up? Yes, absolutely. This has been fun to come back. I'm glad to be back, back on a regular schedule, bringing Me it too. back to y'all. I've uh, missed doing this, talking to you, and I'm so glad that you a better bitch. Because when you told me you too. had COVID, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, he'll be all right. And then when you told me he was going to the hospital, I was like, fuck. And then I started, um, I uh, DM Tony. I was like, is Jimmy okay? <laughs> because I was, I was radio silent on Twitter for for a whole fuck like a whole month. Because I, I, I didn't want to like, I knew you when you told me you was in the hospital, you was going, you was checking into the hospital. I didn't want to just like bombard you with questions. And like make you nervous by asking you questions and stuff. So I just reached out to Tony and was like, "Hey, what's going on with with uh, Jimmy at the hospital and all this stuff?" And that's because I didn't want to like worry you about it. Okay, I appreciate you checking on me. But who are you shooting 
your shot out to this week? This is going to be controversial, but I'm, I actually enjoy this podcast. So our guest to the show, friend of the show, Lou Cypher, has a new podcast, and it's called... Hell is around the corner. It's the name of Lucy. Okay, that's the name. Okay, hell is around the corner. I sh- it was something around. It. I was and like, it is good. So y'all gotta go listen to it. It was. It's definitely good. And he's um bringing his style of comedy. And I say that with with <laughs> I say that as with a straight face with his style of comedy <laughs> to his podcast because y'all know if you follow Lou and listen to Lou on our show, you know he doesn't hold anything back. So shout out mm-hmm. to him. Hmm. I'm gonna shoot my shout out to I'm gonna shoot my shout out to these people who is um on this rooftop over here behind me having a good old time. Um yeah. it's it's something going on over here. It's like they on the roof and they're having karaoke or something. I told you when we first got on it was a white woman singing um uh, rolling in the deep, drunk and shit. And they are they seem to be having a good old time and they have no mask and just vibes, as the kids say. Just <laughs> Shout out to them. It's Shout out to them having fun. Hope they all vaccinated <laughs> everything and all that stuff. So shout out to um I'm I'm um I went to a restaurant for the first time like last week, last weekend. Um How was it? Me and Stepman went out to eat and it was like different. it wasn't different, but it just felt it did feel different. Because I had been like, I haven't sat down. Well, I never, not one nervous. Okay. I wasn't nervous, but it was like, it was, I was, I've been like missing, like, I had some crawfish. I hadn't had crawfish. Like, I missed crawfish season last season. And these I had uh, last week, they weren't that good, but I'm going to give me some more. Probably, I was going to go today, but I've been asleep all day and being managed. And I, um, (laughs) (laughs) well, we went and had some, uh, crawfish and stuff and fish and I didn't get any oysters but that's what I really want some oysters and crab legs how you eat your oysters I know we supposed to be eating our show but so I like um 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 Papa those cook it cook them like um I forgot how what they're how they're called Rockefeller they put them with cheese and everything on top yeah. of them yes Oyster I like them like that and I also like them um um just uh raw just with some Tabasco sauce and a cracker. I tried that once. It's like it was it was, it was a different taste, but it wasn't bad. Especially so, if I eat the raw ones, I have to be drinking with it, like some beer. Like that's the only way the raw oysters taste good. If I'm drinking a beer, or I'm drinking alcohol. The other ones, the rocker for the ones that be on a grill or stuff, I can eat those. Just I don't got to be having no alcohol with those. Mm, you want me go to Papa those tomorrow and get some. Um, oysters, Rockefeller, and some dirty rice. That sounds so good right now. Treat yourself. Papa those are still open. Treat yourself. You damn right. But <laughs> let's wrap this <laughs> up. We will see y'all next time. Make sure y'all uh, catch us. Uh, always rate, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Spotify, Our Heart Radio, Apple Pod. Catch us on Twitter at Punks Pod, Instagram Punks Pod. Hashtag pod punks. You can catch me on Twitter. My personal Twitter is wisdom underscore stature. My Instagram is B underscore boy one nine eight four. Where they can where can they find you at Jimmy? They can find me at Grab Your Jimmy on both Twitter and Instagram and Clubhouse. And that's pretty much it.
You still promoting that clubhouse? Not really. I ain't been on there. I, just, I, I, it ain't, it ain't like I said. When it get a little bit more gayer, baby, I can get on it. It ain't gay enough for me. It's very, it's very find yourself. It's very, um, very. I hate using this word, but it's just new niggerish. Um, you know. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, not talking about how to be an investor or how to be like how to make money. Then everybody also talking about how capitalism is bad. And it's just like, I, it's just, girl, I'm sick of you niggas. <laughs> but. <laughs> anyway, we will see y'all next uh and w- whenever we record. <laughs> Bye. Bye.